You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. I just want to say welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Lynx Podcast. My name is John, and uh, I get the privilege of hosting this conversation where we uh, talk about uh, life in Brandon and really get to know our neighbors. Uh, Lynx stands for love your neighbor. So you can't love somebody if you don't at least know a little bit about them. And so today uh, we have a Brandon resident and neighbor, uh, TJ Barthman. Thank you, TJ, for joining us. And uh, glad you're here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, it's hard. I mean, don't kid yourself. It's hard to get you. Like, <laughs> you, uh, you got a lot of stuff going on. But uh, tell us a little bit. Tell me, tell the folks that are listening a little bit about yourself your family, kind of kind of who TJ is. Uh, so live in Brandon. I uh, got three kids in the Brandon Valley School District. I uh, have four kids total. My oldest one is uh, in med school, uh, AT still down in Kirksville. Uh, so he's there. And then I got a seventh grader. Um, I got a, a fifth grader and a first grader. So we're staying busy. Okay. Yes. How, uh, where did you grow up? You're, you live in Brandon. Where, where's home? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Northwest Iowa. So I okay. grew up in Orange City, Iowa. Um, Went to school there at Northwestern for a little bit. Went to school in Sheldon at NCC for a little bit, and then came up here and finished at Southeast Tech. Um, got down to school and just never left. Stayed yeah. in Sioux Falls. Uh, was in Sioux Falls quite a while, and then uh, then to Brandon. Well, when you're born when you're born in Orange City, I mean, it has to be a very very compelling reason to leave. I'm sure. You know. At the time, I wanted to leave, and now when you're married with kids, you're thinking Orange City wasn't all that bad, you know. <laughs> right. Not now, you really like it, but uh, you know, it. I grew up Catholic, and uh, so I actually had to go to a different town to to go to church. Oh. Uh, I went to Alton, uh, which was right by okay. Orange City, but um, you know, grew up Catholic, married Lutheran, and uh, um, you know, really found our way. Uh, to celebrate through the Sioux Falls celebrate and then to the Brandon celebrate. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's a cool story. I, I would imagine growing up a community like Orange City, um, what was that like for you? Not not being, because I mean, you probably would know a little bit then of what it feels like to be on the outside yeah. of a group. Yeah. What was that like? Uh, you know, it was it was fine. It was good. Um, very loving community. Uh, uh-huh. Very, very good community. The sports were good. The school was good. The uh, had a had a part time job at a grocery store there. Um, probably my most favorite job I ever had. Uh, yeah. I was working at a grocery store, getting to know the people. Um, so I loved Orange City. I think just there's a lot of in in graduation and teenagers as they get done with high school. A lot of them want to leave. Some want to stay. I was one that wanted to just go explore yeah. and leave, and I did, and uh, fell in love with Sioux Falls and then and Brandon. But like I said, uh, now you look back on it, you know. There's still some coaches that are still there that played uh, a big role in my life that are still there. And uh, my brothers also had those same coaches. So we reminisce about those coaches and <laughs> none of us live in Orange City anymore. Um, but uh, there's definitely some um, roots there that yeah. we'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah. There's something powerful about being from somewhere. I, I'm a, I grew up in North Dakota and I'm always, you know, very, very proud North Dakotan. So I, I get that. Like it's it's a uh, it's a cool feeling when you are from somewhere and then you go somewhere else and you and you can kind of make that new community. It's kind of you making it into the image of of what you grew up with. You know, yeah. 
you've done that in brand and you talk a little bit about your career if mm-hmm. you if you can a little bit about some of the things that you've done in brandon many of the people listen to this podcast you know you know are just have just moved to brandon brandon's growing rapidly but t- tell us a little bit about your history working in brandon and so when i was in sioux falls uh i met a guy named todd tryon through slow pitch softball and uh, got to know todd went to work for todd he had some gyms 24-hour fitness gyms and uh as I was kind of helping him get his organization up and growing, I decided I wanted to own my own gym. And instead of opening one in Sioux Falls and competing with him, the idea was I would uh, partnership with him on the name, but then I would open my own gym, but I'd do it in Brandon versus Sioux Falls. And I think that was in 2006. Um, I brought Tryon Gym out to Brandon. Uh, we were in the Split Rock Square at the time. Was there for three years, and then we built a building, um, which is still there today, called Rapid Fitness. But then we built that building. And then I had that uh, for about six years. Um, so overall, we were about 10 years total um, in, in the gym business in Brandon. And then I sold that, um, got involved with um, a private equity group and opened a, uh, we, bought a, we bought a company, changed the name to Phone and Fix. And that was a used cell phone repair store and sold used cell phones. We franchised that. Um, we grew that and sold that to a larger organization called CPR, which is cell phone repair. And they're still in, in Sioux Falls today and got out of that. And I realized I really missed the gym business. It wasn't mm-hmm. so much the gym. It was the people business. Right. And I missed having all those relationships. I missed having where I could have gym members come through and, and maybe I met their children when they were 10, 11 and 12. And all of a sudden they're getting married mm-hmm. and you know, to see that I missed it. So, uh, got back into more of the branded community as a realtor. Um, so I'm a realtor today. Um, so we got into real estate and uh, I do majority of my business in brand and reconnecting with all those gym members and um, coach a lot of baseball in Brandon. Um, that helps me with those relationships too. So yeah. miss the relationships and had to find that connection again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty special when you can, you can live and work in in your community Mm -hmm. you know i've come to appreciate that about brandon you know living in brandon and working in brandon serving the community um well that's cool uh what uh you you're you're in the real estate business now you you're uh with lee skilling right yep yep we're uh so our lee and i are town and country and then we hang our license under Hague. okay yep okay great well, there's there's another guy that's man certainly uh, been in Brandon for a while. He's, yeah, his nickname is the Hurricane, and there's a reason okay. for that if you okay. know Lee. Um, but uh, you know that that was really a large part. You know, you 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 hear stories about how you treat people will come back. Mm-hmm. And when I first brought the gym out there, and we were in Split Rock Square, Lee was my landlord. Mm. And as we got into the phone and fix operation, we had stores in North Dakota, we had stores in Watertown, we had stores in Ankeny, Iowa, we had stores everywhere. And it always came back to Lee was always the best landlord I had ever had in Mm. all of my operations. And so when I got into real estate, I knew there was one person I wanted to partner with Mm -hmm. and it was Lee. And that's how that kind of came full circle, you know, back, back to Lee. So cool. Yeah, that you're riding that. <clears throat> so, so the phone and fix. I'm, I'm curious about that. I'm, maybe we'll go back in time here a little bit. But um, I, I met Todd playing for the Storm. Yeah, sure. And I remember the first time that I met him, he was selling exercise equipment on the back of his car. <laughs> and uh, that year, he 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 tried to pitch me on Advocare, and I yep. was like, I was like, man, yeah. No, I, and 
meat and potatoes kind of guy, you know, like, <laughs> and then, you know, he obviously got into that business and then the gym business and the storm business and now what he's doing. Um, what, talk about riding. I, I mean, I'm assuming that that phone and fix kind of came, you know, in the, what years was that? I mean, was that? Oh man, that would have been, let's see, thir- uh, 13, 14, 15, right okay. in there. Um, yeah. So when I had the gyms, um, I was personal training a gentleman and he had started a private equity firm. And okay. so he was, you know, you kind of get a one hour, four days a week mm-hmm. with somebody. Um, and he had this idea that I should come to work for him. And I kind of had the same idea. And so we partnered okay. up. Um, we bought out a company in Sioux Falls, changed it to phone and fix, and then franchised it, uh, grew that model and then sold it. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you talk about with how you, how Todd have first approached you. Um, so I was playing slow pitch softball with Todd and this is how that story goes pretty quick is now mind you, I was in my low twenties, 22, 23, and I was drinking Red Bull, um, before we'd play softball. <laughs> and so one day I'm drinking a Red Bull and, uh, Todd throws me a spark, which was an AdvoCare product. And yeah, he says, yeah. you know, try this instead. And so the next morning I tried it. I loved it. Um, called up Todd said, Hey, you know, how, how, how do I get more of this? I didn't really know anything about AdvoCare other than I, I liked that product. And so him and I formed our relationship right then and there, and yeah, um, yeah it grew. Yeah. It's you know, and I and I think about that that model of, of of meeting somebody right where their point of need is. You know, like I we all drink something, you know, probably something in the morning. Sure. You know, water, you know, coffee, tea, spark. You know, and and, and being able to add something to somebody and improve their life, mm-hmm. and then the cell phone business. Everybody now has a cell phone. Oh yeah. Like you and I remember the days when a cell phone was a, was a luxury. Oh yeah. I remember my dad's first cell phone. (laughs) I mean, it was a brick. I think, you know, it was this big. And if you made a phone call on it after 10 seconds, he's yelling at you because it's $10 (laughs) a, you know, a minute to use it. So, uh, that was our, you know, my first example of a cell phone, but yeah, I mean, now you've got third graders, second graders, fourth graders all have cell phones. Yeah. Where, where do you, you're raising kids, you've, you've, you've raised kids, you are raising kids. Where, where do you fall uh, as a parent uh, on that topic of uh, technology? How do you, how do you guys handle it? Um, so I'm, I'm kind of the old school and uh, a lot of our kids' parents, our friends' parents kind of nicknamed me that. Um, actually, one of them just the other day called me the grandpa. Uh, because I, I'm not, I don't like, I don't like video games. Um, I don't like the technology. I don't like having their head, you know, in a screen all the time. Uh, we, uh, my seventh grader was probably the last one of his friends to get a phone. The last one to get a Xbox. Um, just, I'm not into it. I don't like it. Um, I did, you know, it's crazy cause I do, when I coach baseball at the end of the season, especially in league, we, we gather around parents as well. Mm-hmm. And we kind of give the end of the year speech, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I always tell these kids, just get a ball in your hands. I don't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to always be a baseball, it can be a basketball, it can be a football, it can be a tennis ball, whatever it is, but not a game controller. And the mm-hmm. parents thank me for that. Um, because I think if I can get one or two of those kids to just understand that, you know, that Xbox or that, that, that is for maybe when you have friends overnight on a weekend, mm-hmm. it's raining, it's snowing, you can't go outside, but it's not a babysitter. It's not something mm-hmm. that you can just, just, you know, have on all the time. And right. so, yeah, I'm, I'm more against the technology world than mm-hmm. I am for it Yeah, yeah. In, in that aspect. So, 
you're you're a you're a people person. You want to be around people, and mm-hmm. and uh, that's interesting. Well, what do you what do you guys? You've been in Brandon for a while now. You and Natalie. I mean, what's what what is it about Brandon that's uh, kept you here? What what is it? What do you see as a value in the community? What what's the number? What's what, what would you say keeps you and Natalie here? Well, the school system. Uh, for one is the, the, the teachers have been amazing. Um, the, the community itself's pretty amazing as well. Uh, when I opened the gym out there, um, the, the amount of relationships I could create and the size of the gym became that that's the reason we left split rock and built a building is the gym was, was growing quickly and the, the buy-in and from the community for the gym and all of a sudden we're adding more classes and we're, we're adding this and we're adding that. And there was just a, a huge buy-in and mm-hmm. the way that we were welcomed out there in Brandon, um, was amazing. And then after 10 years of, of the gym business and getting to know so many people, there was just, there was no way I could leave. I just have so many good relationships out there mm-hmm. now. And, um, you know, I, I really enjoy it. What would you say to somebody? Many of the people that tune into this podcast are, are new to Brandon, maybe within the last, you know, three, four years. Um, what would you say to somebody who's new, who doesn't have that extensive network of relationships? What would you say to someone that's looking to get involved and develop those? What would you, what would you encourage them to do? Yeah. I mean, you can do it in a lot of different ways. And I guess to me, it's always about how you're going to approach it. Um, so I listen to a lot of mentoring and a lot of leadership. And there's a story I always remember is there was the, the story goes, there's a husband and wife that moves from Minneapolis and they moved to Florida and they retired. They moved to Florida. That was where they always wanted to move. They moved into this small little retirement community. And after just one year, they were packing up and leaving. And one of the neighbors had come out and said, you know, I can't believe you're leaving already. Why are you guys leaving? And he says, well, my wife felt like she wasn't welcomed here. The the women uh, play cards and do their thing and they, they they never approached her. And the gentleman looks back at him and said, well, did she ever let them know she wanted to play golf? Did she ever let them know she wanted to be involved in the mm-hmm. card club? And he said, you know, no, she didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's really about where you're going to go with it. Are you going to yeah. go and you are you going to try to be active? Are you going to try to meet people? Are you going to extend your hand? And I think if you do, it's 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 welcomed in yeah. Brandon very well. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if you go to a gym, talk to people, uh, get involved in your church, yeah. um, get involved. There's there's always organizations looking for volunteers, um, and if you're in one of those and you outreach mm-hmm. your hand in Brandon, it's going to be welcomed. Yeah, that's good. Good. That's great advice. That's really good. I <clears throat> have come to to understand that too, and in, in what I do, that it's really about going, I'm, I, I want this. And, and that, that want and that desire for community really is what builds a community. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, we, we say it this way that <clears throat> love is a one way street. You give it unconditionally. You give a healthy relationship, a healthy community is when we have people that are unconditionally giving to each other without strings attached um, and really, really for the betterment of people you give. I, and that's one of the things I appreciate about your business. I'm, we're not trying to plug your business, but um, I, I mean, I'm not looking to buy a house and I'd probably not sell my house. However, when I open the mail, the few mailers that I get from you, it's usually something that helps me. There's some <laughs> tips in there. There's, 
a calendar, you know, with the with the uh, sports schedule on there. I mean, those kind of things. To me, I, I appreciate the way you you do that because, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm probably not selling. I mean, I'm not selling or buying for quite a while. <laughs> um, but to have a have somebody that I know can can help me in that way, uh, but also adding value to me throughout the time. So that's that's what we hope to do with the Links Podcast. I mean, we really want to add value to people. Um, and uh and really give them a chance to to know people you know that maybe they don't you can't see everybody at the gym yeah um but uh and i and i think the the whole given that that was really you know i do get a lot of people that you know even as long as it's been since i've got rid of the gym still want to talk about the gym days and you know how we were wildly successful and it was because of that we gave a lot back not necessarily um always in the large scale of the community but within the gym we we were always adding group fitness classes. We were doing circuit mm-hmm. classes. It wasn't about get a membership and thanks for mm-hmm. your $35 every month. Right. Um, we we were always trying. We did the uh, Brandon Breast Cancer Walk. We did the McCarty Boot Camps. We did a lot of things that I, I always believed in the gym business. It wasn't about how many members you could get. It was how many you could keep, you know, mm-hmm. the retention side of things. Yeah. And to keep that retention, you had to get them involved. You had to be giving. Mm-hmm. You had to offer something to them on why they wouldn't leave. Yeah. And so uh, right back to your point of, you know, what are you giving? Well, we're, we're celebrating this year. We're celebrating 50 years uh, in Brandon, Brandon's community for 50 years. Um, as we look to the next 50 years, one of the things that you and I have talked about uh, is a wellness center and building a well, a community wellness center. Um, I don't know if you, if you'd want to share anything, but what, what do you think the impact could be if we could do a, you know, we have great gyms in Brand- in Brandon. We have we have really three really good gyms. I mean, that are building community. What what is the need that you see for something like a community center with indoor turf, indoor hard courts, uh, with a fitness component, but really a place where people all people could come for birthday parties, um, adult rec stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, an indoor space. How do you see that adding value to our community? I think it would. I think I'm a little biased because I'm a baseball guy, so mm-hmm. I'd love to see the turf. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, my seventh grader plays a lot of basketball, uh, travel, and we're in these, you know, whether it's Harrisburg, whether it's Bartlett, whether it's out at the Pentagon, there's a lot of, of basketball need um, mm-hmm. to to use those indoor basketball courts. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up um, in Orange City where they have the Round Horse Student Center, and that uh, has, you know, all of those. It was a community center. Mm-hmm. It had a place where uh, you could play pool. You had a place where you could play tennis. You had a place where you could play basketball. You had a weight room. Um, you had a big screen TV you could just hang out at. Um, and it was used a lot. It, it was it was used a lot. Um, it, was a, it was a good safe space that, that you mm-hmm. could bring your kids to kind of drop them off. Um, you mm-hmm. know, we, we did, we would go there and we'd spend an all day Sunday there. We'd spend a Friday night there um, just hanging out and, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was cool. And now they've, yeah. they, they've added onto that thing tremendously through the college. They have a big new indoor turf area um, and so forth. But one of those I think would be really cool yeah. in Brandon for sure. Well, we're hoping that we can, uh, you know, the goal is obviously to build we're building relationships, but one of the ways to build relationships is through spaces, um, not only through the podcast, but also through a physical space. And uh, the city is a great partner. And I know that baseball and soccer and basketball, yep. those organizations 
uh, if we can if we can all come together, I, I think it's going to be a pretty cool thing. So appreciate you and uh, appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, I would encourage you uh, if you're if you know TJ uh, or if you're still listening, uh, which I hope you are, uh, to like and share this podcast. Uh, share it, comment, uh, give us some reviews so that we can keep spreading the word about building community in Brandon. And uh, thank you, TJ, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!